0: Welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at RealPastorWade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough.
1: Come on, come on, come on, come on, stand to your feet. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Man, we're about to do this again, y'all. We're about to continue this conversation. And I just want to welcome everybody right now to This is the Day with Pastor Wade. It is an honor without question. Never doubt that. Never doubt that. It is not an honor to be with you because it is. It's a privilege. I do not take that lightly. For those of you that know me, know I'm very serious about that because, listen, God has molded me and shaped me to, something, to be something in the kingdom of God, which he is constantly doing with all of us. But you know what? You're the ones that are helping me and elevating me as well as to helping me develop my relationship, stronger relationship with him. And then also whatever he gives me, I'm trying to give you so you can be stronger in your relationship with him. And guess what? This is nothing but more than ironing, sharpening iron. So I don't take that lightly. You could be doing anything and you have taken your time to walk with me on this journey that we call life and definitely for those on right now on the uncommon gospel radio network i really appreciate you thank you for listening and following the show and coco b and frank nitty want to thank you as well and for those that are listening for the very first time joining our conversation listen i just want to give a special shout out to you i appreciate you because you know what you could be doing anything listen we on this man right now i believe it's a Oh, Christmas Eve, This uh, we, we're we doing this conversation. So listen, uh, let me just be the first to say to anybody, wherever you are, no matter what your religion, background, or whatever it is, I want to say Merry Christmas to you, Christ Mass. Even though, I know, somebody said, well, Christmas is just a man-made holiday, and you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. Jesus was not born Uh, On December 25th, you're absolutely in. And it is a band made holiday. It is foolishness. It is a billion dollar industry. I am with you on that. And I'm sorry if there's any children listening right now that you've been lying to them, telling them that there is a Santa Claus because it's not the truth. Okay, I'm sorry. But let me just say Merry Christmas uh, to each and every one of you out there that's listening. I wish I could hug you, hug you right now. I wanna see everybody, I would hug you. Even without my mask on, I don't care. I would hug you because I'm, I'm okay, you okay. We all healed, we all covered in the blood, but don't get me started on that because we're working our new visitors and I don't want, hey, new new people that's listening right now, I ain't crazy. I'm just saying. I try to keep it real here on This is the Day with Pastor Dwayne because, listen, you, there's a lot of foolishness out there, a lot of false doctrines, a lot of people uh, taking things out of context. And I just want to let you know, if you're joining us for the very first time. What This is the Day is all about. We discuss various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday or at a Bible study or shutdown from talking about it altogether because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what you think, feel, or believe, Without judgment, it will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid. And we can have a conversation freely and honestly here on This Is The Day with Pastor Wade. Y'all know there's a lot of craziness going on lot of craziness going on. They're starting to do the forced vaccines right now and all that foolishness and uh, God help you for whoever does and whoever doesn't do it. It is what it is. So uh, that choice will be up to you. I will not sway you one way or another, just like in politics. We do not sway people one way or another, just like what the church should not do is sway people or ever get into politics at all. Your choice is your choice, but let's do it. I would only say to you, do it God's way. And how are you going to do it God's way? You need to find out that for yourself. But I'm going to try to help you and navigate through that in this conversation. And you know, the times that we're in, we're in so much uncertainty as well. Many people are experiencing various challenges that could be affecting your faith. I mean, doubt could be creeping in. I know there's some doubt creeping in. Listen, the the church right now has been so infected with so much doubt right now. Listen, God is upset. I know he is. He's upset. He's, he's upset. Like, are they serious? Like, what scriptures have they been reading and supposed to been studying? What, how have we equipped people during this time? He's really upset because we have not equipped people at all. So it is no accident why the faith meter is so low, starting with the church. That's why when he said in times in revelations, he's coming back for the church first. You see why he's coming back for the church first? We have not as an institution, which church is not an institution, church is the people. And as it as an institute, we have not equipped people what so ever. And it is evident in this moment. And we haven't even really got accelerated into the end times yet. And as you can see, a lot of people right now listen, that faith meter is so low, doubt is creeping in, and people are paralyzed right now. So much confusion. People arguing over little stuff. I'm talking about the church. I ain't even talking about the world, y'all. I am talking about the body of Christ is arguing with each other at each other's throat, being mean to each other. Oh, my God. We forgot. Love the Lord, the God with all the heart, soul and mind and strength. And the second is just like it. Love your neighbors yourself. We totally forgot that. We totally forgot these two. Everything hangs on those two. And we forgot all of that and we are just, oh my God. I just want to hug all my brothers and sisters in Christ uh, right now because listen, we need a hug, but I know social distancing, which is not of God at all. That's right. You heard it first here on this day with Pastor Ray, social distancing is not of God at all. I don't care. You can tell the president, whoever called me, you can tell Dr. Fauci and all his Fauci-ness. He can call me too because I will tell him that social distancing is not of God at all. It's demonic in nature, but hey, you heard it here. So why are we talking about of how to apply faith? Because of the doubt and of the paralyzation just of the church and everybody. And it doesn't matter whether you have basic faith uh, and no matter where you are in your faith walk, whether you have no faith at all, or maybe faith just the size of a mustard seed, or maybe faith the size of a watermelon, there is always room for growth. And especially in this time, in this dispensation, right now everything is going on because i told you (laughs) in our last conversation listen you may not listen to me now or you may not like me now but as we get accelerated and as you can see more things going on in the world you're going to need me or somebody that thinks like me you're definitely going to need that so i'll wait Listen, I'll take all the criticism right now. I'll take all the people that ignore me right now. I'll take all of that. There are several and hey, I got to do this. All a shout out to all every bishop, every pastor right now during this time from March to all the quarantine time have kept their doors open. Shout out to you. Special shout out to you. God has something special for each and every pastor, ambitious man, woman of God that has done that, that has not only kept the law, but also followed the word at the same time, that know their constitutional right, which the country was based on, and also know the word of God at the same time. A shout out to you and blessings to you, double to you, whatever God has in store for you, it will it's going to come. Watch what I tell you. And matter of fact, when it happens, hit me up. <laughs> Let me know that it happened. I'm telling you, every single pastor bishop that kept their doors open and listened and did it God's way, I'm telling you, is going to be blessed. Like double. But hey, I'm just a guy. <laughs> you don't have to listen to me. Watch what I tell you. So for those of that joining us for the very first time, if you haven't joined our other conversations, this is episode 11 for how to apply faith. And then inside how to apply faith, where we're talking about now, how we're doing four parts in how to apply faith, how to share your faith. And we're doing part three today. But if you are joining us for the very first time and you have never joined this conversation before, go back. I mean, you can stay here right now. It's cool. Go back and listen to all uh, other 10 episodes. I'm telling you, it will bless your soul. And trust me, before this, we did a series on how to treat one another. That's major. You see why I'm big on how we treat one another. We lost the love, y'all. The love is gone right now. The thrill is gone away it's done. But right now, right people are just so afraid, and the spirit of fear has taken, has infected us. Oh, shout out to my girl Coco, that says, listen, it's okay to be affected by everything, but not infected. Shout out to Minister Coco. She came up with that, and I love that, and that's the truth. It's okay to be affected by everything that's going on, because we live in the world. But here's the thing, we're not of the world, so therefore the church is now has a virus, and we're affected with fear. Not COVID we're infected with fear, division, and hatred right now. And that's why I I told leaders, I said, listen, we might as well rewrite the scripture in Romans 12 when it says, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed because we're conformed right now without question. Nobody can debate that. We're a conformed without question. Am I in trouble yet? I know I'm in trouble, but it's okay. I love each and every one of you. I love God's people. Uh, Listen, We just got to do it God's way. And I'm telling you, it can work. We just need to cut out all the noise and all the naysayers, all the mean-spirited people. We just need to cut all that out. What you think, you know, all the medical stuff. Listen, Jesus is the ultimate healer. He is the ultimate doctor. Oh, oh boy. I feel it. I feel heat coming on. I think my phone is ringing now, y'all, but it's all good. Listen, go back and listen to the conversation we did how you treat one another you'll love that also we have other conversations like the 10 principles for a successful relationship which is everything start there's a pattern that we're following because God is leading us somewhere. So we did end times first where we are, and we're going to revisit that as well. Then we went into relationship, because everything right now, everything begins and ends with relationship. Then we went right into how to treat one another. Now we're in how to apply faith. The next conversation that we'll have soon is the power of choice, the gift of choice that God has giving you. Because you know, we put so much on God, Oh, yes, God, you know, I need you. I'm just going to wait on you. And he says, I've already given you power to get wealth to establish the covenant. He says this day I've already set before you life and death. You choose. So, yeah, we're going to get we're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to join. We're going to have that conversation. Yeah. And yeah, that's going to blow your socks off, y'all. That's going to blow your socks off. So. Let's just get right into it, y'all, because listen, I just wanted to say once again, Merry Christmas to everybody, whether you believe in Christmas or not. I, listen, it is just a, a time where we can just all get together. Yes, it is a man-made holiday, but yes, Merry Christmas to you and definitely a Happy New Year because we'll be having a conversation before on New Year's Eve as well. So for all of those that are joining us for the very first time, Listen, this is a plane and we are about to take off together, but just like on the plane, hey, make sure your seat and tray tables are in the upright position, uh, in the upright lock position. And if you feel any turbulence on this flight, it's just already started to shake already, it's okay. That is God shaking everything at the very root of what does not belong on this plane. And if you listen to somebody, and if you're listening on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network right now, I hope you are. And if with somebody right now, look to them and say, you ready? Look back to them and say, I'm ready. Then let's go. How to share your faith, part three. Now, to bring you a little bit up to speed, if you hadn't listened to episodes uh, nine and ten, we talked a little bit about Andrew. Andrew was Peter's brother. They're one of the 12 disciples. So Andrew is the one that brought Peter to Jesus. Because we're talking about how to share your faith. When you live that lifestyle and you live like Jesus lived as that great example to each and every one of us, what happens is people should see the Jesus that's in you. Because remember, to win people over for Christ, they don't know who Jesus is yet. The only Jesus they know is inside of you. So they would know you. And it's a testament to Andrew that Peter, his brother, would follow. Remember, I gave you an example about my pastor, Pastor Warren. Warren Campbell, how he basically has not only his mother and father that follow him also in ministry, but his aunties, cousins and everybody. I mean, I mean, they rose deep. But what that's big for me, because just to see his family follow him in an aspect of ministry, you know, these are people that, that know all the secrets that know, you know, when he was a little boy, all that kind of stuff, fighting, all that, whatever he was doing as a little kid. But now he has grown into a full grown man, husband, father, listen. And and now a pastor, a shepherd, listen, he's been successful in one area of his life, in many different areas, I should say, especially in the uh, producing world and music and all that kind of stuff. But now being a shepherd of people and having your family and friends still follow you, that is major. So what happens is his lifestyle, the Jesus that's inside of him has now shown to other people that are close to him. So what happens is for all of us, that's also another example. Are you that example to where your close people that know you, even know you through all your dirt, all your good and your bad, would still follow you and be able to see the transformation in your life? This is how we not only apply faith, but now inside applying your faith is how do you share it? So I'm going to show you now we're going to, since we talked about Andrew and Peter, now we're going to talk about another disciple named Philip and Philip and this eunuch and how he witnessed and was able to get a total stranger. See, we did somebody that basically got there. they represented their family or even a close friend. Now we're going to talk about somebody, the one where you don't know them. And basically because God moved you to talk to this person or to witness, this is what's going to happen. So let's get right into it. Talk about uh, how Philip teaches how to witness effectively. And got to understand this. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just in a good mood right now. So how else can... We go about it is the question now. We've already talked about Andrew, uh now we're, and Peter. Now we're gonna talk about Philip. Another good model for us to follow would be how Philip in the book of Acts witnessed to the Ethiopian eunuch, a black man. Don't get me started. He witnessed to an Ethiopian eunuch that actually was very powerful. And to bring everybody up to speed, so we'll be taking off together. This is Acts 8. 26 through 40 and it says it says go start in the 26 verse for those that have your bible it says now an angel of the lord spoke to philip saying arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from jerusalem to gaza this is a desert now listen Let's stop right there because, you know, I like to keep stuff in context. Now, you know, I tell you, when you listen to any pastors, preachers or ministers and stuff like that, got to make sure they're keeping everything in context. The time always remember the two things. What is the evangelist or the writer? Whoever the writer of the book, that's the evangelist. What are they trying to say? And then what is God doing in the passage? That's That's the two things that you always should look at. Also, another thing. What time are we are we talking about when uh, they're doing the writing, especially when you talk about Paul? Because a lot of things that Paul wrote about has been taken a lot out of context. And You know what? I'm very big on context. You know, one thing about context, if you take the word text out of the word context, all you're left with is a con. And we don't con people here at This Is The Day with Pastor Wade. So here, now the angel of the Lord spoke to Philip. Now, this is also when you talk about how to share your faith inside, how do you apply your faith? The thing about it is now, if you remember, talk we talked about living that lifestyle. Remember talking about being that example of God? Well, what happens is you're going to have to have a relationship with God because when God speaks to you and tell you to actually go witness to somebody. Not that, you know, you're just going about the course of your day and then y'all y'all having a talk or something like getting a conversation and then God wants to intervene and then you guys end up starting talking about them and then maybe somebody gets saved. This is different. This is literally God showed Philip to say, listen, I need you to get up and go. You got to have a relationship like that to where you hear God get up and go. What is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Not just the Spirit, the Holy Spirit saying to you. Listen, y'all it's tough you know with all the distraction that's the that's the beautiful thing about COVID and the quarantine and all that kind of stuff listen uh you may not see it like this but it is a time of rest it's a time of examination it's a time to develop your relationship with god i told you about the girl a couple of weeks ago at a a get together yes i was at a get together i'm sorry did i say the wrong thing yes i was at a get together and we were talking about is the church relevant In this time, and she was like, No, and she's like, Thankful for this time because she said, When she'd come to church, she basically was like, Oh, let the church just do it to me, you know, come with my coffee, whatever. And you know, I don't really have to participate because I'm just gonna get what I need and I'm gonna bounce. Well, what happens is because she was saying there was no really no transformation, she really didn't have to develop a relationship with God because that's what she was relying on the church for now. She said during this time, she says she's growing closer to God, more stronger, powerful and have better understanding than she ever had going to church. That's a, not a testament against her. That's a testament of how we as the body of Christ have not fully equipped people at all for the valley of the shadow of death. I don't care what Bishop says, son, we ain't never seen this before. It don't matter if you've never seen this before. What matters is you should have been knowing. You should have already knew that the valley of the shadow of death was coming. You may not know how what it was going to look like, but you should have already known and been preparing people for this. We should have been equipping people for this moment. And so then now the church is like, oh, I don't know what to do. Let's just do online everything. Stop it. We're supposed to be equipping people. We're supposed to be touching people, ironing, sharpening, iron people. We're supposed to be doing what we're supposed to do, do our job, our divine call. But I'm going to leave that alone. I digress. So here we are with Philip. We read in verse 26. Now in verse 27, he says, look, go, and I need you to go. It says, verse 27, he says, so he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of of all her treasury. So this man uh, had a queen. I'm really interested to find out what where's her king at that moment, but that, I'm going to leave that alone. Um, <laughs> uh, must have been passed down, or maybe she was widowed or something like that because you can't have the queen without... The king, but that's a different story. Uh, but anyway, I digress again. So here, this Ethiopian uh, who had charge of the, the treasury, so he was in charge of the money. So uh, he had come to Jerusalem to worship. In verse 28, it says, was returning. And sitting in his chariot, he was reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. So here, this eunuch is taking time out to meditate on the word, but in reading the from the prophet Isaiah, eagle eyes. So then uh, verse 29, it says, then the spirit said to Philip, here it is. This is where you have to have that relationship. When you talk about how to apply faith and sharing it, here is somebody now, uh, because they're operating, have a connection with God. The spirit, capital S, meaning the Holy Spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. Listen, go there, overtake it. Wait a minute. How? Jesus, man, God must be sending me to the, the overtake the chariot. Kind of like people with the gifts of anointing to heal right now, that they won't touch people because they're disconnected from hearing from God to actually go heal people because they're scared. Oh, I'm sorry, I said the wrong thing. Let me keep going. Then the Spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. So Philip ran to him, verse 30, and heard him reading from... The prophet of Isaiah said, do you understand what you're reading? And he said, verse 31, how can I, unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. See, 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 listen, when you have that connection with God, and then maybe somebody of power influence does not, it doesn't matter. This just happens to be somebody of power of influence. Uh, But here, somebody is inviting them to come in because listen, they're like, I'm trying to get a connection to God. I see there's something about you. Come up. And share with me and help and guide me through this. See, God can use people to guide you through things, and that's okay. I know we don't want to just be well, well, just don't listen to a man or a woman just because. No, you need to listen to somebody that uh basically they can help you navigate, not do it for you. Oh, I'ma leave it, I'm gonna stop right there. I'll wait. Let that see in. Not do it for you. You know, a lot of people go to church, just let the church do it for them, and then what happens is. We, we're so much into performance at church that we're really not connecting with the people. So, therefore, if we would do a transformation meter or a transformation grade, that grade would really be low because of no connection, because of no discipleship, because of no uh, no fellowship for real, because we just go and we like to listen to the choirs and praise teams and, and stuff like that. We like to jump and scream, holler and dance. And ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that's usually what it comes down to. Uh, we let the man or woman of God preach. They give us the word and bam, we're out of there. That's usually how I go. And then therefore back to your life, back to what you were doing. Listen, I felt good because that's where really what churches come down to emotionalism not really teaching people we just want to invoke an emotion oh man i'm in so much trouble but that's really what it comes down to we have to stop invoking emotionalism and really invoking God's word and, and really get that uh, conviction of God's word. Not condemning people, but let people teach people and equip them. And then what happens is as they develop their own relationship with God, they'll be able to exercise their faith more. Because instead of exercising their faith, that you just get things and stuff, which another thing is the church has come down to. Let's just just get things and stuff. No, our faith and our hope is in Christ to be with him again. Oh, boy. I didn't man, I didn't, did I say the wrong thing? I didn't say the wrong, if I said the wrong thing, can somebody hit me up at Real Pastor Wade on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. I'm just telling, just hit me up. Just let me know if I'm saying the wrong thing. Listen, you can say, if I'm saying the wrong thing, it's okay. I am a big boy. I can take it. (laughs) I'm a a blessings to one of our intercessors that gave me a call uh, yesterday, and she said, basically, Uh, you've been on my heart and spirit and she said I just want to pray for you and God is telling you you've been cut and built for such a time for this for this pressing this crushing so the oil can come out and I believe it and I know it to be true because I'm saying a lot of things that a lot of a lot of men and women of God won't say or scared to say I don't have nothing to lose so I'm not tripping (laughs) so you know when you got a lot of stuff to lose you say minimal I don't have really nothing to lose. And then if I lose it, uh the Bible is very clear. It says whatever I lose for the gospel's sake, he'll give it back to me in this lifetime. Listen, it is what it is. I, I like to put God to the test. He did say test me in this. But that was in ties and offering. I don't want to take that in context. But God will always, always be there. sure he'll do exceedingly above anything that you ask or even think. So I'm going to trust his word versus trust what any man or woman will say, especially politicians in government, because we rely too much on people to take us somewhere versus developing our own relationship. Ah, man, I, uh, I'm doing a moonwalk right now. I'm doing a moonwalk right now because that convicted me right there. That really convicted me right there but we got to move on. Also, it said, verse 31, he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. Then the place, uh, verse 32, the place in the scripture which he uh, read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter and as lamb before his shearers is silent. So he opened his mouth and in his uh, humiliation, his justice was taken away. And who will declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth. Verse 34, so the eunuch answered Philip, and said i ask you of whom does the prophet say this of himself or some man then philip opened his mouth and beginning uh, and beginning at this scripture preached jesus to him now as they went down Uh, The They came to some water and the eunuch said, see, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? And then verse 37, then Philip said, if you believe with all your heart and you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus, the Christ is the son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still. And both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized. Now, when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. So that, the listen, what if the spirit of the God just caught you away? After you did your job, what kind of relationship, ah, this is free. What kind of relationship would you have with God to where spirit tell you to go somewhere, you go and do what God needs you to do. And then he kept, he just kept you away, just takes you away. And you don't know. And the person that you was with, they don't know what happened to you, but you okay. Uh, I'm gonna leave that alone. And it said, the Lord caught Philip away so that the eunuch saw him no more. And and he went on his way rejoicing. See, a mentor always told me, and a very powerful woman, Pastor Sarah Morgan, very powerful woman. Uh, I used to go to a, 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 a mentoring clinic called Trees of Righteousness in Inglewood, California. And one of the things she said, she says, when God calls you to do something, get up, do your thing and sit down. That has always stuck with me. Get up, do your things down. But sometimes, you know, a lot of people when they get up, especially that's, that microphone is like crack. They like to listen. They want the glory. They sucking it up. But she said, "No, get up, do your thing, and sit down." And here is Philip. God, uh, the Spirit called. God called him. He went to do his thing, whatever God needed him to do, and sit down. He was he was swept away. That's when I. That reminds me of that when I see that, and then the really the blessing is not only how Phil, uh, God used Philip, but now. Uh, he won a soul for the lamb's role. And now this eunuch is praising God and rejoicing on his own. I'm just saying, I'm just asking for a friend. Uh, He says, so the eunuch saw him no more and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found in uh, Azotus and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. So here's, it is that, when you listen to God, when you have a relationship with him and you, you're exercising your faith and in that connection, God can call on you and use you. You'll know it's him. He'll take you to a place. You go do your thing, what God has you to do, and then he'll take you away to somewhere else. And the, and the interesting part, and you're saying, well, that was then, Pastor Wade. Well, well, here's the beauty of it. Even in now, he'll make ways for you, even if you don't have any money, any transportation, if you stay connected to God. Even in the middle of a pandemic and quarantine with all the naysayers, with all the world telling you this can't happen. If you stay connected to God and exercise your faith, I guarantee you he'll move you to places that you would need. You're supposed to have money, but you don't even need any money. I'm going to leave that alone. Somebody Somebody just got free. I hope somebody just got free right there because that is the God's honest truth. And here it is. This is an example. Listen, it didn't say nothing about Philip had money, anything like that. Uh, he heard this Lord. He moved. Uh, God used him and, and God swept him away. I'm just saying. But here's some of the, let's give you some one, two, threes of exactly what Philip did. And then we, we gonna be done, y'all. Philip knew and trusted God. That's one. That's the first thing Philip knew. Philip knew and trusted God. So one, you got to know him. And then if you go to know him, you got to trust him. But just like with any relationship, it takes time. See, nobody's saying you got to listen. There's some people that has been with Jesus, quote unquote, been for years and still don't really know him or trust him. Because you, it's evident right now in this moment, in this dispensation, it's evident right now. And you can see it in their walk. Look around. Don't listen to me. Look around and you'll see. And some people shock you like, well, haven't you been walking with the Lord for a long time? And haven't you been one quoting all these scriptures and not holding on to just this one little tired scripture you've been holding on forever? But aren't you the one who been quoting all these scriptures? And yet when it's time to apply it, you don't. I'm telling you, it don't matter if you've been in church uh, uh, four days or 40 years. It don't matter. This is affecting people many different ways. And it depends on where your level of faith is. You're seeing exactly exactly what people believe and nobody likes it. Ah, I am in trouble. I am in trouble. (laughs) But it's all good, y'all. Listen, I'm just, if y'all don't want me to keep it real, I won't. If you just want me to just, uh, we just go, you want me to just give you some scriptures and preach at you, I I, I can do that. But I'm having a conversation with you guys. I'm just telling you, uh, I say a lot what people think that won't say. I'm not scared to say it. Because there are some things that need to be said. You're thinking it, but nobody wants to say it. And right now, I I told you, I've done a Bible study to where the people in there asked them a simple question. They said, no, the church is not relevant at all and said, why? And every all the answers are pretty consistent in people's own individual way. But I digress, let's keep moving. So one, you got to, Philip knew and he trusted in God. Uh, Philip knew he was in Christ. His responsibility was to obey by faith and be a person who was uh, usable to God. He knew God would work out the details as he is sovereign and in control. God is the one who can do extraordinary things. So no matter what happened, his reliance was on Christ. God's timing is perfect and our efforts are never a waste. Whether we lead one person, or hundreds of people, or no people. As long as we are striving and are obedient, the question you need to ask yourself and God is, wait for it, do I really trust him? And if so, the next question you should say, am I usable? Faith has to be rooted in you before you can be effective in your witness. I'm gonna leave that alone. Next thing, what Philip uh, displayed. Philip was a man uh, who had good character. Listen, y'all, you're going to have to have good character. Don't nobody want to follow nobody with raggedy character. Seriously, because you can't really trust in that person that, that they're going to do with what, what God uh, needs them to do. So they got to have a good character. Philip was a person in whom others could see the Lord. Philip's persona, you know that persona some of us have, that persona as well as his life, words and deeds bore the witness to Jesus for that reason he was chosen to reach the eunuch, that was in Acts 6, 3-5, he was a man whose passion was to glorify God or Christ as Lord listen, you gotta have a passion y'all uh, in your character, you gotta be passionate about this, remember in the last episode the conversation we had, we talked about be excited that was one of the things when you talk about how to share your faith and how to share your faith. Part two, be excited. Listen, and, and part of that excitement, that passion uh, that you got to have. It was He was not self-seeking. He did not seek power, glory, or personal desires. You know, like I told you, that mic is, could be cracked, y'all. And listen, people be standing up there and want to seek that glory. And once you get that hit, man, it's hard to just walk away from it. That's why when athletes... Uh, they say in the first five years, they suffer depression because what happens is when the people, the crowd is not screaming your name anymore. See, when you have that, when God he gives you that ability to move the crowd and the crowd ain't moving no more. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, it's like a drug up there. That's why you got to get up. Whatever God sent you to do, just get up, do your thing and sit out. Oh boy, that's a whole nother nother talk that we could just talk about the whole body of Christ right now because there's a lot, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna say, I'm going to stop getting that kind of trouble right now, (laughs) but let's keep going. And also with Philip, our lives must demonstrate that we know him and that his fruit is working in us and not rotten fruit. Do you have good character? That is a question that we all have to ask. And then listen, here's some scriptures for you. Galatians 5, 16 through 26, Colossians 3, 12 through 15, and 1 John 2, 26 through 29. Next thing about Philip, Philip was infused with the Holy Spirit. Listen, listen, you got to be infused with the Holy Spirit. My girl, <laughs> Minister uh, Melody, listen, if there's somebody always talk about being guided by the Holy Spirit is this woman, a very powerful woman of God. Her mother was uh, even, he, she was a spiritual giant. Uh, uh, Edna Wright, uh, love her, uh, love that family. But listen, and, but she's right. When uh, we have our talks and things like that, and she talks about the Holy Spirit, she's absolutely right. We have to teach people how to be guided by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will also guide you. He is a comforter, a counselor. He'll tell us exactly what to do, but you gotta have a relationship with God and hear him to be able to do that. Sometime it is about waiting. Sometimes it is about if you see God moving, it's time to move and, and go follow him or, or, or like the woman, Come on, with the issue of blood, with all her issues, uh, only heard about Jesus. It was a rumor, but she was able to make her way through the crowd and Jesus was going to heal somebody else. I'm telling you, you got to be infused with the Holy Spirit. Understand this. We must realize that uh, any effort is fruitless without fruit or his fruit. We do not do the work of changing or converting someone. Listen to me. We do not do the work of changing or converting someone. Let me, get, let me take all the pressure off every single person that's scared to witness to somebody. It is not your job to do the changing or converting. And that's another part of bad teaching that has happened in church. That's generational stuff. We think we need, are the ones responsible that need to convert somebody or change somebody. No, 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 no. That's why one planted, one watered, but God gave the increase. That's up to God. That's up to the person and uh, who the Lord is working on. Your job is to go ahead and plant the seed. Somebody else's job may be to water it. And it's God that's going to get an increase to everybody. But hey, that was free. Understand this. That is solely the work when you talk about it's not our job to change or converting someone. That is solely the work of the Spirit, capital S, the Holy Spirit. We are the instrument of whose call it is to go and do. That is our job is to go and do. When you talk about share your faith first is the lifestyle, next thing is just go and do. Go do your thing. Whatever God had to tell you, get up and sit down. I'm telling you, somebody going to get free. (laughs) <laughs> somebody literally gonna get free because you're gonna get all you're gonna stop being a crackhead of that glory and you're just gonna get up let God use you and do your thing and trust me you'll find out God will even use you more if you just get up do what he calls you to do and sit down I promise you he will do that won't you just try it go to rehab just try it rehab rehab from that crack of that mic and just going up there thinking it's you and just sucking up all the glory just get up Do your thing, deliver your word, minister, whatever you're supposed to do, sing, if you're anointed to sing, all of that. Just get up, do your thing, what you were called to do, and sit down and see what happens. God will sweep you away and take you to somewhere else and put you in front of even greater men and women. Oh, boy, I'm going to leave that alone. We are the instruments whose call is to get, get up and go and do it. Phil obeyed, took the opportunity and went. We may not get direct orders from Jesus or an angel like he did, but we can pay attention to the opportunities around us and make the most of them. It is the spirit working in us that makes us contagious and uses us to influence those he seeks out. Do you allow the work of the spirit within you? This is not a charismatic idea. It is a biblical point and truth. My goodness, y'all. Listen, do y'all still love me? We got a little more to go. Y'all still love me. I hope y'all still love me. Listen, hit me up. Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-I-D on my Facebook Instagram or Twitter, listen, i interact with you. Some of y'all already know I'll interact with you. If you got questions, listen, if you're something I'm saying, we're talking about, you don't understand, listen, hit me up. I don't avoid questions at all. Listen, if you need, uh, uh, you want to have a chat, we can do that. If you want to have a better understanding, we can do that. I know we're not talking for a long time. I know, I get it. And sometimes some of you are on the move. Sometimes you listen at work and all that kind of stuff, and I get it. So you can always, I'm available to you. You have my word on that. You won't be, uh, I won't, you won't be having, I don't have an assistant to where they'll be talking to you. You'll be actually talking to me. (laughs) So hit me up, Real Pastor Wade, if you want to talk, or if any comments that you may have, anything, hit me up, Real Pastor Wade on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and I'll respond back to you. Let's move on. Next thing Philip did. Philip was prepared in his heart and knowledge. Listen, your heart got to be right. And you know, uh you gotta be knowledgeable. <laughs> you gotta be knowledgeable. And your knowledge is gonna come with as you develop your relationship with him. We're not talking about book knowledge, because you know there's a whole bunch of people that's just book knowledge. Uh I know a lot of people that know the scriptures backwards and forward. But when it comes to applying it, their heart is not in it at all. Their heart, you could tell their heart is not with God at all. And and that is a sad thing to see. I'm like, wait a minute, you got all this knowledge, but when it comes to application and doing the hard stuff, you can't do it. Philip was had both he had the heart stuff And he also had the knowledge. Philip knew the Lord and he also knew scriptures. He realized that God is the teacher and the guy and he followed him. He is the one who gives us the opportunities, the willingness and the ability to carry out his directives. He gives us the boldness and cast out our fears so we all have the courage to witness. We need to realize that witnessing cannot be looked at lightly or as something we do when it is convenient or when we feel like it. Witnessing comes from our devotion and love for our God. And from being on the out, back that up here. Witnessing comes from our devotion and love for our God and from being on the lookout for his opportunities because of what Jesus has done for us. We are excited and want to share that quote unquote info with others. To do this, watch this. We must be prepared, starting with our hearts, you do not need to know all the answers. Oh my God, let me help somebody with that. You do not need to know all the answers, but you should know where or how to find them. How is your devotional life? Listen, it. Let me help somebody. How is your devotional life? What's your prayer time like? Like, I mean, I ain't saying you got to sit there and read the Bible, but like, you know, I gave some examples of what you should do. I mean, do you at least read five Psalms a day? Get your praise in five psalms a day. There's 30 days average uh, in a month. So what happens is you can read uh, five psalms a day because there's 150 psalms. Then on that same day, you read one proverb. There's 31 uh, uh, chapters of proverbs. So you can read 31 on uh, the 31st on that day. But what happens is you can read a proverb on that day. So like we said, this is uh, Christmas Eve. So this is 24th. So whatever, uh, if you were in psalms, Whatever that is, as far as those five verses, because you were doing that a day, you would read those five psalms uh, in, in that uh, uh, that day. Then if you're talking about Proverbs, you would read Proverbs 24 because this would be Christmas Eve. So do you do, at least do that a day? That is devotional time. Uh, there's many devotionals that, out there to help guide you to where you read certain scriptures a day that you meditate on day and night as you're going throughout your day day. So there's many things you can do and this is helping you develop your relationship with God, helping you have the knowledge and then also is working on your heart at the very same time when you're talking about devotionals. Devotional, that's what it is. You're not it's not always like you're having just this the miraculous experience with God at that moment. Sometimes you do. But I'm just saying what you're getting in the practice of is you're working out your heart because out of the heart come the issues of life. Out of the mouth, the abundance of the heart speaks. That's where all your issues are in your heart. That's why it no don't matter how much knowledge you have. If you, you if those issues are the ones that's controlling you and you don't have a heart for people and you haven't developed a relationship, a real relationship with God, what's happening is your knowledge is going to mean nothing. What did we say in the last conversation? We said people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> You don't have to listen to me. I'm only a messenger. Next thing. Philip was using the scriptures. Listen, this is why you have to be knowledgeable and use scripture. Now, don't be Bible beating people or Bible thumping people all day. You know, I always laugh at, you know, if anybody ever watched Sanford and Son. Remember Aunt Esther and she used to carry her Bible all day and she's like, Hi, glory. Everything out of her mouth was a scripture, this scripture, that. I ain't talking about that. Listen, matter of fact, that's a turnoff for people. Every, listen. I always say, just because you know Scripture, talk to people like uh, when when you uh, like you did before, when you found out before you found out where Genesis or Revelation was. Don't you talk normal now? in the course of your conversation, then if you need to use scripture, you can. But also use it in a way, don't be using the thou and thus is. Use it in a way where you're not taking it out of context, but you need to get your point across. And then they can ask questions or you can explain it in a way to where they have understanding. There's nothing worse than talking to a hyper, super Christian, ultra saved, and you can't even talk like a human freaking being. Be, uh, did I say freaking? <laughs> You can't even talk like a human being because everything with them is thou, thus, and they want to use every scripture. Now, on the other side of that, it's okay to use scripture, but know when to use it. Integrate it into your language when you're sharing somebody. But Philip was using scripture because one, this eunuch asked him to come up there. Then he was also, after the eunuch read what scripture he was talking about, then because Philip knew the scripture, he knew exactly what he was talking about, then he can now help the uh, eunuch have discernment and get revelation. He was able and willing to sit down with the eunuch and explain the passage in Isaiah for us to be effective. We know we must know the scriptures or if one is new at it, be on the road to discovery. Listen, you got to be on that road to discovery. We do not need to know all about the Bible You know, a lot of people are all about the Bible. You got to know everything. No, you don't need to know everything. Listen, the world right now is in shambles because the church will not do two things. Love the Lord your God with all heart, strength, (laughs) all your mind, I can't even say it right now. It's so crazy. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind and strength. And the second is just like it. Love your neighbors yourself. We can't even do those two things right now. And we want to know why the people are not equipped because we're not even doing the basics right now. I'm not even talking about the world. I'm talking about inside the institutional church. We're not doing that part. How do I know that? I'm right in the middle of it. I see it all the time. And then I look at other people's churches. I, I see it all the time. I get, And wait a minute. It's not like we always hanging out in church. I see it when you go out in public and people that you know is saved, and you like, are you really? I only know if you really love the God by how you treat me. Not because what you do, not because of all the hollering and screaming you do and all the hallelujahs. That's not how I know you love the Lord. How I know the Lord, because God said, how do you love me whom you don't see and you don't love your neighbor whom you do see? That's how you know somebody really loves God. So if you want to know if somebody really saved, it's not because they say I'm saved and you think they ultra saver. you see him on TV this, this end, that end. No, 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 no. What happens is when you see that person in public, how do they treat you? Uh-oh, I'm going to leave that alone. I didn't lost some friends, but it's all good. Back to what we were saying. Let's stay on, let's stay on track. We do not need to know all about the Bible, all of its ins and outs, but we need to have mentors and resources where we can find answers and then back to the person asking the question. We need to be engaging in the word and in the process of learning. As we learn, the spirit will give more opportunities to share the information. Someone just as Phil did with Philip. Never neglect your study of our Lord. Are you willing to learn and use his word? Come on, y'all. Philip was greatly used and is our example because he trusted in God. He had good character and he was infused with the Holy Spirit. He was prepared and he used the scripture. This is not rocket science, y'all. It's not. In fact, sharing the good news about our Lord is simple and easy. We are to know him. That's the first thing. And then we are to make him known. And I love that because my pastor says that as well. We are to know him and then we are to make him known. This is our responsibility. If we do not know him, we will be unable to make him known. This may sound like, well, I'm a Christian and I grew up in the church, so I know him. Uh, Maybe and maybe not. But are you growing in him? That is the key without question. And lastly... Philip was usable. Listen, if you don't remember anything I say that we talked about today, always remember, I don't care what spiritual gifts you've been anointed with. I don't care how much of a dynamic speaker you are. I don't don't care if you're Jesus' first cousin. I don't, it doesn't matter. Your best ability is availability. (laughs) Without question. And I dare somebody to say it's not. I don't care how much scripture you know. I don't care who you think you are from Bishop 2222s two, 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 all the way down to the, the newest person in the congregation. Your best ability is availability. We always talking about with our hands raised in church, right? Uh, God, use me. But then when it comes time to being used, you're not available. So I'm telling you, Philip was used. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I hope and pray you enjoyed our time. I know we went long. It's all good. But listen, this conversation was good. And I appreciate you, especially to all those in uh, the Uncommon Gospel Network that hung out uh, all this time. Uh, listen, this was good stuff. And remember, hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RealPastorWay, way to spell W-I-D. And I hope you enjoyed our time together. Thank you for tuning in to episode 11 of How to Apply Your Faith. And we're talking about how to share your faith, part three. And we're going to talk about this and continue this conversation even more. Remember, new episodes. Come out every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't listen to these episodes, just one. Get them ingrained in your spirit. And remember, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Also, for anything to become a habit, psychologically, takes 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. And remember, in all thy getting, get understanding and then practice implementing what you have learned. Remember, faith without works is Dead, apply these tools and take your faith to the whole next level. of special thanks. Ah, my man, Kevin Clayton at I Am Music Group for producing the show. Erica Duff uh, for the artwork and the Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Alex Teamer, AKA 18, for the bass line. Pastor Warren Campbell, that's my pastor. Love you, man. And also Lena Bird Miles for This Is the Day intro. Get up. Mornings with Erica Campbell and a shout out to Shay J Entertainment and the Holy Ghostbusters Mobile Ministry. A special shout out to all the California Worship Center family in North Hollywood. Remember again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you to subscribe to This Is A Day on whatever podcast platform you use. And you can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. At real pastor Wade and Wade is spelled W A I D. And remember to post any subject titles you would like discuss on This Is the Day Facebook page or feedback on your Instagram stories or mine on what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, I love this part. God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day, this is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption.
0: Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This is the Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W A I D on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.